love you so much. Our hearts are so filled up. There's nobody, nobody loves us like you do. We've been searching our whole lives for this. We've been searching our whole lives for someone to love us like this. And we're never going to find this anywhere else. You're it, God. You're the only one that loves like this. You're the only one. You're the one, the only one that loves us the same at our worst. We're the ones, God, that gets disappointed. We get disappointed in ourselves. We get frustrated. We think, gosh, how, how could this be? And yet doesn't, it doesn't put you off in the least bit. We don't put you off. We don't frustrate you. You still say about us, you are all together lovely. You still say you're, you're everything I ever wanted. That's why I made you the way I did. To carry my glory. And God, the truth is, is we don't, we don't like to be weak. We don't like it. Doesn't feel good to be weak, to feel weak. And yet, Lord, I don't know how else we're going to discover just how great your mercy is. Just how fantastic grace really is. Except that we need it every second of every day. In fact, Lord, I think it's in the times when we we think we're doing okay and pretty strong for you that we're probably the most deceived because we're weak and we need you and we need your love. We always have and we always will. And Lord, we need we need to know that we love you. You already know it. You know that we love you more than we know that we love you. I'm convinced it, it, it's one of the reasons, Jesus, that you asked Peter three times, do you love me? You already knew the answer. In fact, you saw it. Peter was the first one that jumped out of the boat when he saw you on the shore. He loved you. <laughs> but, his, but in the brokenness of his heart, the weakness that he felt, the shatteredness of his heart, he wasn't convinced. So you let him hear it, him say it out of his own mouth three times. Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. So tonight, God, we say, we say, God, you know that we love you. You know that we love you. You know it better than we do. We love you. And we allow our hearts to receive your love. Not because we've earned it, just like we sang tonight. is isn't because we earned it. is isn't because we were the perfect little children who never stepped out of line. It's because we're yours. We've always been yours. We're wanted. We're loved because we're loved. Because we're loved. Because that's your choice. So we agree with your choice, God. 
even on our worst days, we agree with your choice because it's your, it's your truth that sets us free. Not our perception of truth. It's your truth that sets us free. It's what you say. And you say, I love you. you to put your your hand over your heart for a minute. Just put your hand over your heart. And this is what I do sometimes to remind myself of of the truth. Just to listen to the Father's heartbeat from me again. So I just just begin to to tap tap on my chest over my heart. I just begin to tap, you know, like a heartbeat. Just tap. And then listen. Because the Father's heartbeat over you never changes. Never changes. And his heartbeat sounds like this. Just listen in. He says to you, I love you. 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 His heartbeat for you goes on and on and on. And you share his heart because he gave you his heart. He already told us that. He says, I've taken away your heart of stone. I already did that. And I've given you a heart of flesh. I already put it inside of you. And that's a heart that wants him. And it's a heart that's sensitive to him. It's not a heart that does everything perfect, but it's a heart that wants him. And he knows that because he put it inside of you.
receiving his love means there's some other things you'll have to give up. Like your own perception of how lovable you think you are. Earlier we prayed for an increase of angels in this place. Just lots of them. Worshiping angels, healing angels. They're here to minister to our hearts. And and so you know what? Um, If you have some incorrect perceptions about your own heart and about how lovable you think you are, there's actually some angels here who will take that away from you. If you want to just give it to them, just, just take it from your heart and say, here, this is not serving me well. This lie right here, it's not serving me well. (laughs) See, even getting rid of things, everything's by grace. You can't make yourself right for God. You already are. Jesus made you right. And you can't clean yourself up. But you get to participate and agree with his truth and you get to let go of the things that are not serving you well especially the lies the shame condemnation the things that are keeping you weighing you down it's not for you it's not for you first, we're just staying right in a place of worship and we're going to go back into worship in a little bit, okay? But our first core value that we talked about was enjoying the intimate presence of our good and loving Father. This is Blazing Fire's first core value. There's a reason why it's first. Because He's our first love. But instead of just talking about it, that's why we just experienced it. We value value the the intimate presence. But as we just sung, as Todd just sung over you, what that means is that intimacy means you have to open up your heart. And God knows you're not going to open up your heart to someone who doesn't feel safe to you. So that's why he's giving you a track record showing you how good he is, how safe he is, so that you can give him your heart. He's a good papa. Oh, he's a really good papa. He's a really good papa. And so tonight, whether you're needing just a kiss from papa, you're just needing the reminder. So you're that baby. You're that lovable to him. Or maybe you're just saying, God, I, I just, I want to I wanna dance with you. I want to actually go and do stuff with you. I want to go take this love. Maybe you're just in a really strong place and you want to take the love out. Go for it. But just do it with him. Just know you're standing on his feet. You're doing this together. You are his ambassador of love. You get to go. You get to go. But first, you got to let him love on you because you got to have something to give away. And I want to just want to remind you of of something this is Galatians 4 6 in the mirror translation 
See, you are sons and daughters. And, um, and God says to seal that, to seal that sonship, he's commissioned the spirit of sonship to resonate the Abba echo in our hearts. Abba, 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 Daddy, 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 Abba, Abba, Papa, Papa. And now in our innermost being, we recognize him as our true and very dear father. And we're in in an amazing time in history. And this is, I'm just going to do this so short, but we're in such a great time in history. And there's been huge waves that have cascaded over the earth since you know Jesus came and died for us on the cross and then there was the there was so much darkness in the church for so many hundreds of years after that and then along the 1500s came this huge wave of the Jesus love started to return the reformation we can know Jesus personally we get to know him and he loves us personally and that wave has never gone away it's still here it's we all know this Jesus loves us we can know him personally and then there was another wave, Holy Spirit wave, about 100 years ago, just 115 years ago, started cascading over the earth. And suddenly, suddenly people knew that Holy Spirit wasn't, he was someone we could know personally and we could have power and we could know him and we could hear him and we could operate, operate, we could heal, we could set people free. And it's still alive today. These waves never go away. And then about in the in the 1980s or so there's this there's this father's love way that just started cascading over and the father is saying to the world i have saved my best for last this wave is never going away every wave is just cascading on top of the next one only this one is the biggie and this is the one that the world has been waiting for there's so many believers who know jesus and even know the power of the spirit who do not know their daddy loves them And love is what changes us. Love is the thing that changes us. And love gives us courage to go out and be these ambassadors of love. This is the time we're living in. This is, and it's not going away. It's only going to increase. And I want to say this to you. Everyone in the world is longing for this father's blessing and the father's love. Everyone, everyone, even those who don't know him. They're searching, they're longing, they want to be loved. Is Henry, is Pastor Cow here? Yeah. Would you come on up, please? Yeah. We have a pastor from uh, Taiwan, this is Teresa's pastor from Taiwan, who came all the way over from Taiwan really on a search for Papa's love. She just wanted to get the love more. She wanted the love more. And she came here a couple weeks ago. She was here. And she actually she actually um, read my book, among other things. She went to Reading, too. Come on up here. She went to Reading. Yeah, please. And I asked her to do two things for us because I want you to I want you to feel and know this hunger that's going on around the world for the Father's love and the way He's answering, just like He is with you. 
And, and trust me, we're going back into worship tonight. Tonight is we're going back into worship. So just know this is all about worship. And she's going to share a little bit. And then I asked her if she would just bless us in her, her native tongue in, in uh, Chinese. And uh, so please share. Okay. Uh, need a, any translation if I pray in Chinese? No translation. We just want you to... Okay. That's great. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, I feel it's so wonderful to be here. Because it's awesome. I feel the God's love so strongly here. Yeah. And I also thanks um, Pastor Brang give me the chance to share the God's love. Um, uh, when I read, uh, realized that uh, Father's love is showing us, so I really want to be a real son. So I start the uh, the journey to seeking him more and get into the more uh, deeper relationships with father. Um, that's the journey of each one of us to be a son. Uh, so I, I started the journey to America and learn more from the Pastor Brian and from Basel Church. And so God showed me his grace through a different ways, a different person. When first time I came here, uh, after the service, uh, the pastor Ross come to me and, you know, I feel he's very humble. So when he prayed for me, and his praise really touched my heart. And the Holy Spirit touched my heart so much. And I started to cry. And cry just like a little girl in daddy's arms. Yeah. I was, I wept and wept, you know. I never, I never be like that in the church. Uh, and, and after that, I've, I realized one thing. I really want to have a deeper relationship with the Heavenly Father. But I had the hindrance. Uh, the hindrance is my earthly father, the relationship with my earthly father. So because my father uh, treated me very strict when I was young, and when I grow up as an adult, I never, I never remember, I, I don't remember my father ever hugged me. Yeah, it's, it's, maybe it's more like Chinese culture. Uh, but I know my father loves me. But he seldom show me in a very loving way. Yeah, so... So I, uh, I know that God wants to remove the, this kind of relationship uh, between I, my, I and my earthly father. Um,
And whereas pray for me, the Holy Spirit counted. Uh, you know, I whereas pray for me, uh, the Holy Spirit rise up, open my heart with a desire to desire the Father's love more. Uh, and I also really thank you. Well, Harry and his wife Teresa, uh, they when when they arrived American, they God just used them to show me God's love, is an unconditional love, and His lavish love. You know they are very beautiful couple. I really want to thank them. Yeah, you know, and uh, Harry uh, highly recommend a book. To me, this book is "Daddy, You Love Me," written by the pastor Brand. And and now God just showed me another grace when I read this book. Read this book uh, in the past three weeks. God spoke to me through this this book. It's God used uh, the every page speak to me. And it just um, comfort me, and uh, encourage me, and treasure me with word, page by page. So I, I just got used the book to healing my heart, you know, day, day after day. Um, until one day, I, I just, I just cry out from my heart and say, God. I love you, and Daddy, I thank you. You love me so. Please give me a hug. I really need you, Daddy. And you know, when I open my heart and I feel the, according to what the book teach me to do, and and you know, I I just feel the Holy Spirit's showing the God.、Uh, I mean, the the Father's love to me through the Holy Spirit, and I just cry out loud. Uh, in my room, when I reading and soaking and and meditating words, and I just wept and wept and wept, and His love just healing my heart, my own of the past, and and I realize one things between the relationship with my earthly father,、uh, I use I.、Uh, I think my father hurt me, so I love to forgive him. But now I realize, not only I hurt my father hurt my heart, also I hurt my father's heart, because because I don't understand his heart and his feeling. I so I just I feel I should repent for that, and. Even my father dead, so I speak. Yeah, and you just speak to him. I open my heart, pour out my love to him, and I, I just, I just talk to him, you know, heart to heart. So in this action of my repentance, and I, I just feel my heart just be released, and the joy is coming into my heart. And I know 
these actions are of repentance, just open the deeper relationship with my earthly father and also with my heavenly father. Yeah. So this is the end. This experience let me think of the words of the Bible, Malachi, uh, because I don't have Bible. May can Carrie read it for me? Malachi um, chapter four, verse five or six. Anyone? Here? Because I don't have Look, I shall send you the prophet Elijah before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes, and he will reconcile parents to their children and children to their parents and to forestall my putting the country under the curse of destruction. Yeah. Thank you. This is where and this is the time. This is the time that children's hearts turn to the Father. And the Father's heart is always waiting there to show His love, to show His grace, unconditional love, a lavish Father. That we all know about that. So let us turn our heart to our Father. That Daddy, we thank you. You love me so much. You love each one of your child so much. We thank you. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Father. Thank you. You love me more than yourself. More than yourself. You value. Our life more than yourself. Thank you, and we want love you more. We want love you more. God, just release, release this unconditional love, and lavish love to each one. Open heart, each one, each. Each children, each son and daughter. 主耶稣，我奉耶稣基督的名释放。主耶稣，你那无比的爱，主啊，那个没有条件的爱，那极大丰盛的，是一个那哦那样子爱在我们的当中。哈利路亚，哦哈利路亚，让每一个儿女的心来转向你。主啊，让我们的心要来转向我们的父亲。哦，这是这是祝你的时刻。主啊，这是你要来的时候的前兆。主啊，让我们的心来转向你，让你得着每一个儿女的心。主啊，让我们的心也在你的里面那样得着满足。I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh. <laughs> This is、uh, like a papa. I have two little girls, 
And, and a papa hugs his little girl. And my little brother lives in Taipei. So, little girl, your papa's not here, but I'm a papa. So go ahead and extend a hand if you would. We're just going to bless Pastor Cal. And Father, thank you for pouring out your love. Thank you that there's so much more coming. There's so much more love coming. And Father, as you bless your daughter, thank you that she is going to return and nothing's going to stay the same in the church that she is pastoring, that she's going to bring a deeper love than they've ever known before. Father, thank you, thank you, thank you that your love is cascading over the earth and your love is changing the earth. So we bless you, Pastor Cal. We bless you. We bless your church. And we bless you with the love of Papa to increase and increase and increase in Jesus' name. So here's a picture of the time we're living in.
about to burst. I love you, my children, my son, my daughter. I love you, I love you, I love you.
intimacy with the Father and what it looks like on a day-to-day basis. Um, Just a personal testimony of mine about this. Uh, I have to steal away with God. I have to. I absolutely have to. I have the feeling it's the same way for all the rest of you because you're human beings (laughs) made in His image. Uh, But it's got to happen. In order for me to be the real me, that's got to happen. Um, i got a really pr- great privilege here at this church that my job description my, and my number one job description is to spend time with God. He's my boss. And he, he made it that way. And he said, if, if you don't, then we don't really have the real Todd as an employee. You know? <laughs> so if you think of it that way, to have the real everyone around you, you want to pray for them to get time alone with God and you want that for yourself. Uh, because it'll start to spread once you get that for yourself, you know. But what does it look like when we're really busy to get time alone with God? Um, it's really possible, actually. First of all, I want to say He's God, and He's the one who created all of this. He's the one who set up time, which you base your schedule around, uh, and so He knows how to alter it and change it and shift it for you. The more you come to Him and just leave the laundry behind once or leave, you know, whatever the bills uh, behind and go spend time with him, especially useless things, you know, that we, that we do spend a lot of time doing sometimes. Um, he's going to expand your time that he's going to say, thank you <laughs> in a sense that you're going to be surprised about how you suddenly have not only probably the time to do these things, but probably even more and probably doing them with a better skill and better uh, mindset than you did before, would have before. So it's entirely worth it. Take a walk. Just take a walk. It doesn't take much. It doesn't have to be a big thunderous thing. There's this coolest scripture here. I'm going to show it to you. Um, Holy cow, I should put my glasses on. Uh, it's in 1 Kings 19, 11 through 13. Check this out. Uh, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains. <sighs> and after the wind, an earthquake, because he's big and powerful. <laughs> you know? And after 
after the earthquake and fire. Sorry, I'm a youth pastor if you don't know who I am. Uh, after the fire, uh, uh, um, whew, I, I distracted myself. After the earthquake of fire, but the Lord was not in the fire and the earthquake and that wind. After the fire, a still small voice. When Elijah heard it, suddenly a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? (laughs) So it's not like we're going to go out there and wait for this giant bam to happen to us. Just go take a little walk. You know, put something down. Walk out the front door, the back door, go out on on a trail, you know, and just say, here I am, Lord. I'm yours. You said that you love me a lot. I had a little trouble believing that yesterday, today, past 26 years, past 40 years, whatever. Uh, But I'm here with you now and I'm going to believe it. I, I want a little more today. Let me listen to your voice. Here's my heart. It doesn't take much. It really just doesn't. You can't walk outside. You can't walk at all. Take a roll. Take a stroll. Take a nap with him. You know, just lay on the floor in your house. If you need assistance besides the angels that will come to your aid, you can use music. We are blessed with so much music. Worship music. Just put on some gentle worship music because he likes it. He does. And he'll, he'll be there and, uh, and just say, here I am. Let me just say that it's not lazy to have some, to not have a big agenda when you come before God. It's not lazy at all. The only thing that tells you that it's lazy to not have this big list and agenda is society that you're in right now. God doesn't say that at all. Your calling in life is to be his. (laughs) Your calling in life is to be loved by him and then to love him. And it is, and then, because he loves us first, that's the only way we can love him. But let me just, uh, I just wanted to give you, you know, I wrote down here, uh, we got to take the foot off the gas pedal. Maybe that was just for me, but uh, <laughs> um, here's a few practicals because I know I know we could talk about how loving and wonderful he is and how we've got to do this, but to really apply some practicals, here we go. Um, after we linger in his presence, speak affectionately, saying things like, God, I love you. Speak slowly, not like you're in a contest. This is, this is so you can meditate with him. Softly, not shouting. <laughs> Briefly, just short phrases, not paragraphs. Even reducing phrases to one word and minimally. Listen twice as much as you speak or more <laughs> when you're with him. Let there be many pauses, praying in the spirit. A lot. Uh, that's First Corinthians fourteen two, um, along with some gentle sighing. Sighing, yeah. 
Even a doctor will tell you to do that. There's something in it. There's also a verse, Romans 8, 26. And gazing in silence, a few seconds or a few minutes, less is more when you're with the Lord. When you're spending time with him, less is more. You don't have to shove a whole bunch of stuff into this. You know, again, it's society that tells us that. It's business. It's it's the way things are run out there, but it's not the way it goes with him. He just wants us. I was reading about one of my favorite monks. Uh, I like to read Desert Father books. Dudes that spend time out with the desert and these Catholic monks. And um, one of them who most of his conversations with God are, thank you for your mercy. I love you today. And he listens a lot and tends to the garden. And God just pours into this dude, you know. And he's written about because of the extraordinary uh, love that comes out of this guy and, and the miracles that have taken place even through his simple life with God. Uh, and then one more thing on this. I, I wanted to um, read some just a few practical phrases that you can use. I hope this is helpful um, in, in, in talking with the indwelling spirit. And by the way, this is, I know some of you probably are thinking, yeah, I know this, I do this, whatever. It does not hurt to hear this over and over again because we get in this rut, right? I do anyway. It, maybe I'm just telling my own stuff here, but time goes on, we get a little busy, we add a little bit more, add a little bit more, and all of a sudden there's that snowball effect going on, right? <laughs> and then we go, oh yeah, I'm a child first, child of the king first, and then I'm a fireman or youth pastor or whatever, you know. Uh, so we have to be reminded often, sometimes just to hear it once, it just sparks us again. But here's some, uh, here's, here's a, what do you call it when you spell out one word and you say stuff to the side of it? Acronym. Yeah, thank you. I wasn't that great at English. Uh, <laughs> uh, some, some practicals in talking with him. Thank you. This is the acronym trust, by the way. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Just recognizing the spirits indwelling presence in you. Sometimes you feel it, sometimes you don't, sometimes you feel it a whole lot, and sometimes you get a little tickle. But just thank him for it. I pray, thank you, Holy Spirit, you're, for your bright presence is in me. I love your presence. Apart from connecting with you, I can't do anything that effectively renews my love and sustains my zeal. John 15, 5 is a scripture on that. He who abides in me, or, yeah, he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. He wasn't joking about that. It's the truth. <laughs> Try it. Oh, I did. Yeah, me too. All right. Uh, <laughs> here's the R in trust. Release revelation. <laughs> Ask and thank him the spirit to release abundant revelation of God's heart and word and purpose, uh, word and purposes to you. Pray Holy Spirit, release abundant revelation to me so I can know you as Papa, God, Daddy, Father, however you're comfortable saying Abba. The word Abba, by the way, in the Bible, Abba Father is like Daddy, you know, uh, you, T-R-U, use me. Ask the Spirit to use you more. 
and more in the spiritual gifts to minister to other people. Thank you for releasing in the manifestation of your gifts and power through me. I'm your son. I'm your daughter. So, of course, I'm going to do this. Thank you. This is cool. <laughs> S, strengthen me. Ask the Spirit to strengthen your mind, emotions, and speech with his might. His power is already in us. Galatians 5, 23. So pray, thank you for your presence and your love and your peace, your patience, self-control in me. Strengthen me. I need to be strengthened. It's not a selfish prayer. If those little things come into your mind, even for a second, little gray areas, well, that sounds kind of selfish. I'm, I've spent a little too much time asking him now. That's not selfish. It's him you're asking. If you're singing worship songs alone with him that are saying, I need you, fill me up, God, it really is as effective and powerful to him as praise you, God. Why is that? Because it's a him you're asking for. He loves for us to ask of him. He loves for us to say, I'm in a position that I need you and I praise you. <laughs> uh, teach me. T. Teach me. Ask the Spirit to teach you about God's will and ways that he may manifest his leadership in every issue of life for you, including finances, schedule, circumstances, emotion, physical body, diet, health, relationships, alignment of the, of the people you are uh, spending time with. The Holy Spirit will teach you these things. John 14, 26. He will teach you these things and how to be a son and daughter. Holy Spirit, teach me how to be a son and daughter. I guarantee at some point you're going to hear it's not as hard as you've been making it. <laughs> it's not as hard as you've been thinking it is. Because look at your own kids. Look at that person's kids. Look at how they just, that child just simply comes to them and says, Dad, I love you. And that dad melts. Isn't that right, Peter? Don't you melt when that kid with the Superman shirt comes to you? And this is the how he feels when we come to him. But we do have to come to him. He's all around us. He's in us. But we need to come. That means we need to set some other things aside and just be purposeful to receive his love. And you don't have to go like this either. You don't have to reach up. Where are you? Where are you? Because remember when you asked him in? <laughs> he stayed there. <laughs> So let your mind descend into your heart and gaze on him there, on your father, the father who loves you, intimacy with God. We're going to worship some more. Is that cool? Okay.